What's going on, guys? We're live. Thank you for being here for episode 66 of The Scope. You'll notice that our wolf pack has shrunk by one. Blue couldn't make it this week, and we're deeply saddened. We're going to try to press on and do the best we can without him. Could it be... Uh, you need a tissue buff? Do you need... I think I do. I think okay. I do. I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset, man. Yeah, we'll try to get through it. We'll try to keep the vibes up. It's going to be sad. Uh, but no, we, we have a good episode. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, buff and I are probably going to have a knockdown drag out about DMZ. He's housing some sushi right now. I'm fixing to light the cigar. We're going to settle in and talk about video games. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. How uh, ready. How are you doing? I'm jealous of the sushi, by the way, and I haven't had supper, so I'm a... It's the it's yeah. that uh the post workout glycogen replenishing going on right here is what what we need. I just rolled in from the gym, got some sushi, got my protein shake over here too. So we are we're ready to go. We're gonna refill the glycogen swords. We're gonna talk about some some hot topic DMZ stuff here, and uh, you'll you'll all probably be jealous of me and my sushi all the while. That's yeah, okay. it's okay. I'll try to get through it. The podcast listeners. Don't have to worry about that, lucky enough. Um, that that is the that's the big win of the week last week. Uh, we actually had our highest uh, download week last week on the podcast, like almost eighty downloads, somewhere somewhere around seventy eight downloads or something like that. Um, over on over on the podcast app. So really, really appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for doing that. That's really cool and surprising to say the least, but uh, greatly appreciate it. How have the games been? I saw. Saw you streaming some DMZ, having some connectivity issues, just absolutely loving the the game right there. I caught you in a good moment. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know, man. I was like, I was, I was a couple beers deep there. Um, uh uh, no, just a few. It was like maybe one. Uh, yeah, I mean, overall though, games were really good. You get those, you get those really bad connectivity issues here and there, and like some hackers here and there. But overall games were really good yesterday so i can't i can't complain that's the main thing not all that can be said for uh for x defiant but we'll get we'll get into that a little bit we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit as well um i actually made it i actually made it to platinum in rainbow six again you're out of control so because that game is difficult i i am a beacon of hope for all boomers out there that i'm a 36 year old man that drinks bourbon and smokes cigars, and I made it to platinum in PC Rainbow Six Siege. It can That's be impressive. done. It can be done. Don't give up on your dreams. You always, you always drop the boomer line, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But like, you're a beast, search and destroy player, and you're especially like a gunfight two v two and and siege. So like, you and I have played gunfight, and. Uh, <clears throat> I was past my my prime when we were playing for the gunfight days, but you were carrying me pretty heavy. So, and I watch you play search a lot, so you, you definitely are far better than the average gamer, I would say. It's a it's um it's aim lab. It's got to be the aim lab, you know. So, what do you? I mean, don't give away your secrets, Crash. Come on. I know. Sorry, it's aim lab and my Cronus. Just kidding. Just oh. kidding. I'm just kidding. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that too, because uh, there's some uh, cheaters that are crying out there. They are sad, and I love it. The only <laughs> thing I love more than Edge Lord tears and Search and Destroy when I beat them is uh, when cheaters are crying on forums that their cheats don't work anymore. That oh. makes me makes me really, 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 really happy. 
when that stuff doesn't work. No, I think uh, I think if you if you watched my streams, um, you could tell you could tell I'm not cheating. I have some incredibly potatoy moments <laughs> from time to time, but Siege has been really fun. I'm I'm a little bit sad because I think I think with rank 2.0, um, I think with rank 2.0, it doesn't mean as much as it used to when you when you hit platinum in Siege anymore, which is a little little bit of a bummer. Um, I did hit it in ranked 1.0 a couple times, um, but it's cool to have the it's it's cool to have the platinum trophy. Like how it is now, you lose way less elo when you lose, and you gain more. So like if you just keep playing, you'll probably eventually you're start good. you start getting up to the higher ranks. Yeah, that's good. But it doesn't mean as much. But I've been playing well. I think I still have like a 1.2 KD this season in ranked, which is pretty good, um, in my opinion, in siege. Um, because it's really hard. It's a really hard game. But I've been enjoying that. It's um, a very hard game, but it's rewarding and fun. So, yep. Yeah. Um, and then I played. I played a decent amount of Caliber the other day, and I think I'm going to play some more of that tonight. Have you been seeing that around Twitter? Yeah, I actually, I I used to play it. Uh, maybe like a year or two ago. It was like right right when uh Big Fry started covering it. I bought it and was playing it a lot. So yeah, it's a fun game. I'm glad it's having a little resurgence here right now yeah it's it, the reason it is world war three is because they got rid of their launcher and put it on steam so all the files mm -hmm. and stuff are straight on steam so so you can just straight up and it's free to play now so you can just hop on steam get it play it and it is third person we're going to talk about it a little more because I, I think man it's got it's worth giving it a try if that's your only hang up because i think um mm -hmm. I think the audience of this show would really like it. There's 68 operators and they're all Milsim. Like they're all from different counter-terrorist groups, all realistic clothes, guns. That's like, amazing. That's what that's my favorite part about it. That's what drew me in is how realistic the operators and everything look, the weapons, like it's definitely kind of like my wet dream, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was playing it. I, I didn't know that you had in the past. And I was yeah. playing it and I was like, dude, I bet Buff would love this game. And yeah. there's there's a lot right. to it and stuff, but we'll uh we'll definitely get into that quite a bit more here in a little bit. But other than that, I think yeah, I've been playing Caliber, Siege. I played a little bit of the Battlefield event. It's fun if you have a good teammate. I just have been having I don't know if that game hates me, if I have PTSD for what the game kind of <laughs> did to my YouTube channel. I don't know. I just didn't <laughs> The last time I played it, I was pretty upset, man. I got stuck in the map twice. Um, there is something if you if you enjoy Battlefield twenty forty two, do not do what I did. There is a hit registration graph that you can put on your screen in the game HUD that shows how many times you shoot, how many times it counts on your screen, and then it also shows how many server hits. So you can actually see whenever it doesn't hit, and it's it's is bad. It fun to look at. It's not. It's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. Um, but yeah, like uh, Teamer said, there is also a cheater that got exposed in Battlefield. I didn't have time. I I'm I'm kind of sad. I did everyone a disservice, but I didn't have time to look up all the stuff and get a good opinion on it. Um, but there is uh, Silk, a Battlefield creator, made a video about a suspected cheater, and it seems like on Twitter the general consensus is that this trash can is cheating and has cheated in the past in Battlefield 4. And even wow. some of the devs came out and said, you know, that cheating is not allowed and stuff in Battlefield. Well, that's <laughs> no, a first. 
that's a first because they haven't done anything about it in Battlefield Five or Four. They don't give a shit about the old games. Um, I've seen a few Rage Hackers in 2042, um, but they the cheating in Battlefield Five is is so depressing because, in my opinion, and a lot of times later in the seasons, even Battlefield Five on Steam at least, and I know all the caveats with Steam not being all the platforms, but on there there'll be more people playing Battlefield Five. I think it's a better game for a multitude of reasons but if you get in there on pc there's going to be cheaters and a lot of times there's cheaters that i'll report i've even tweeted clips of blatant rage hackers that are level 500 i've tweeted it to devs and stuff um just in the community managers and they don't say anything and then a couple weeks later i'll try the game again and that same exact cheater will be there like they don't even have to they don't even have to do anything like there's they don't change their names or anything and they're still just hacking so that's like, comforting. That's comforting. Gives me a lot of uh, faith in the product. Going if forward. I if I had been drinking, I would have had a buff goes to jail on Twitter moment there. I would have let him have it because it's like why? I mean, do, yeah. It's like you don't you act like you care about cheaters, but your old games that on certain platforms more people are playing, you do absolutely nothing. Like you could literally hire an intern to for, in, that's in college to Just play that game. Yeah. And just ban the super blatant ones, go across the servers. Sometimes uh, in my region, there'll be, you know, 10 or 15 servers of Conquest going. Just go through and play them and look at the scoreboard. It's incredibly, incredibly obvious. Like, it, it never even had an anti-cheat. And yeah, they, they don't make money on it, hardly, I bet. I mean, the store's the, still the open. Cheating was bad. The cheating was bad in that when it was in its prime. I remember, like you know within that first year it was out level cap would be making videos about how bad the cheaters were and nothing was being done so not surprised that nothing's changed to be honest and as far as i know it has no no anti-cheat like of any kind um <laughs> they might look at stats and manual ban people um but it doesn't have like punk buster like the old ones had it doesn't have battle eye it doesn't have any it doesn't have any automated cheat Man, anti-cheat yeah. That's weird because Punkbuster used to be a mainstay in Battlefield back in the day. Um, I mean, I always thought, even when I used to play on PC, like Battlefield 2, um, it, at the, at, in its prime, I mean, it worked really well. So I don't know what happened to Punkbuster or BattleEye. What, I mean, whatever they're they're using after Punkbuster because I haven't seen Punkbuster around in a while. Yeah, they went with easy anti-cheat in 2042, and I remember people... Well, we were excited about everything in the lead up to 2042, but um, with that one, um, people were really excited when easy anti-cheat was was happening. So that helps. How'd that work out? I mean, there's not that many cheaters. The funniest part was when that okay, game, huh? when well, when the game released, there was a few news stories put out from different, I can't remember which gaming article, people, places, journalism, places it was from you love my words i'm so eloquent with the english language um, it was be- it was beautiful to hear and i'm looking forward yeah to- i hope we get some podcast awards for how good we do um <laughs> the uh where was i who am i and what's going on what was i talking Summer. about Summer. no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i remember i'm the end yeah 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 so why i'm here oh, why i'm here guys i appreciate it you're doing a great job your sushi looks amazing um that look good Cheaters, there was a news story that cheaters weren't a problem in 2042 because the game was so unpopular at launch that they weren't even making <laughs> cheats for it. Remember that? Like, did you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought, 
And then I thought, like, well, that's an awesome idea. The best anti-cheat is just to make a trash game that no one wants to play. Game. <laughs> and then you're good. No they cheats. figured it out. Because <laughs> no one was playing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Twenty. I think 2042 hates me. And I, I kind of feel the same way about it sometimes. Um, I think overall where I'm at on it is I think now where they've fixed a lot of the stuff, give them credit for that. It feels like a pretty good lobby shooter, like just a generic shooter. It feels pretty mm -hmm. good. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a battlefield to me still when I play it. And I start to maybe think it does um, where they added the kind of pseudo class system. Uh, but then I go back and play Battlefield 5, and I'm like, yes. Like, here we are. Or Battlefield yeah. 1, even better. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when I look at gameplay, because I follow a lot of people on Twitter that still play it, you know, I watch some videos on YouTube here and there. I mean, just watching it doesn't look like Battlefield, which is which is crazy. I mean, I, I, I could go back and play Battlefield 4 right now and just have the time of my life. That game, thankfully, it's still relatively popular on PlayStation. There's always been consistent servers that I have favorited there. Um, that game looks and plays, I in in my mind, night and day compared to 2042. And I mean, you you jumped on board with Battlefield One, and then obviously a big fan of Five. Um, so like those are your prime battlefields. And for me, as we all know, is Battlefield Three. But Battlefield Four does a really good job, and it's still that's one of those games. Like when One came out, I really enjoyed One. And after a couple months, I got a little bored of like the time period. Jump back into four, and I was on Golmon Railway, and I was just, you know, attack helicopters doing strafe runs, A10s coming in. There's tanks, RPG, RPGs, there's SAM launchers. It was just like all out, just like you're in awe. Like this is this is just so much different than than what we've we've had since. And and I think that holds true right right up to the current game, which is 2042. So they haven't been able to really replicate that same feeling yet in my mind. Although they did a great job with the time period pieces of like battlefield one, especially, but man, the world needs, the world needs a good battlefield title again. Yep. And I, I don't know with my channel, I don't really want to sit around and wait for it. Cause I like making videos too much. And I guess we where the intro. We can talk about YouTube a little bit. I started, I don't know if anybody saw it. Not many did. But I started doing uh, daily FPS news videos on my channel. Um, probably won't do them on Mondays since we do this show. Um, but I just I just really enjoy making videos. So what I think I'm going to do for the foreseeable future and just kind of test it out. Um, I've kind of flexed my work schedule to where I start a couple hours early in the morning and then um, get off a couple, get off a little earlier in the afternoon and uh, crank out a video and I'm about stuff going on in the FPS world. I'm going to try to do that every day. So if you guys are interested, Love for you to check it out. It's really killing my channel because how YouTube works is once you have an audience that you built, and most of mine was built with Battlefield 2042, when you put out a video, it tests your video on your normal audience. And if they like it and it's got a high click-through rate, they send it out to everybody else, then it's good. But if your core audience isn't into it, it doesn't think it's a very good video, YouTube kind of just lets it sit and die so that's what i'm running into um but i still am trying to make the best content i can and i just i think the best thing for my channel would still be to try to cover news and play 2042 when i can stomach it but i just wouldn't have fun and i wouldn't be as passionate about the content um 
but I just love making videos. I love talking about news. I love doing this show. And these are kind of short versions of that. So I'm going to try to make it interesting, cover stuff from like Twitter drama, the stuff that Buff and I are about to have, um, all the controversy, uh, cheaters, and just everything going on with FPS news. Cause I think there is enough to talk about. And I don't really want to tie myself to one game. It might kill my YouTube channel, but I'm going to do the best I can to make the coolest videos I can every day. So, I And I think they look really clean. I got a whole new graphics package. It's called the Daily Reload. And I think it'd be cool if people made it part of their day. Just, you know, meet on my channel in the evening. And if you guys are busy all day, see what's going on with FPS games. And I, I think it's good content. And I'm doing the best I can with it. And hope it works out. That's, that's my that's, that's that's my plug. That, that's good stuff. And like I said before we went live, I, I was <clears throat> I was like off the grid till uh, like yesterday afternoon when I got home. I went right to a live stream. So I'm gonna go back and uh, check out those videos for sure. Yeah, I would love I would love to know your opinion, everybody's opinion on them. Um, hit me up on Discord, Twitter, whatever. I would love to know what everybody thinks because I I, I want to make them I want to make them better. So I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, All right. Go check it out. Go check it out, guys. You ready to fight me? I'm ready. Bring it on, man. I'm always ready for is it. Is it okay? So I have to check with the creator. Buff, is it okay if I play the VOD of your stream while we talk about DMZ? Yeah, if you're gonna pay me money for it. No. Okay, course. I'll pay you every I'll pay you everything I make from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all of it. All right. You don't need to ask me. Go for it. Oh, it's got the audio too. We should leave that going. Oh yeah, just don't get me on my 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 beer rants. <laughs> I'll I'll play it. I'll play it earlier in the stream. Uh, all right. So yeah, DMZ paid away. I've seen a lot of stuff about this. Um, just to tell you guys what's going on. I'm sure most of you know a lot of people here from Buff's channel. Uh, probably a pretty big uh, demographic of DMZ players. But what's going on is there are several bundles. Just really quickly. Um, that have DMZ bonus effects that you can buy in the store for however many COD points. Uh, some of the blueprints have a quicker cooldown in your insurance slot. Um, a lot of the players will give you another operator slot. So essentially increasing the size of your stash in a way, if you're using that op, they make their own character slot. And then they have bonus effects like uh, two plate vests, you have self-rest. I don't think that you have ones and self-rest that are out yet. They've been data mined. And you can correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, let's see. There's one more. Backpack, medium backpack. And you get those items if that slot is empty every single raid. So I think it's complete bullshit. Um, it's not game-breaking, but it pisses me off. And um, I think Buff might think it's okay. But where are you at? Where are you at? Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, so for this one, I understand it's a hot topic. Um, yeah, everyone's saying it's pay to win. Personally, I think I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be straight. I think the people that are saying it's pay to win are people that don't play DMZ or really have any skill whatsoever within that game mode. It's definitely I feel attacked. <laughs> it's it's pay for convenience is all it is. So, for example, that ghost bundle that came out yesterday, I bought it. I bought that backpack bundle too because the operator skins are are dope i'm a big fan of some good drip and i had to go for it um so i got a medium backpack for my one one slot uh you you unlock additional uh operator slots with those and i got so the backpack with one operator slot and i got the two plate with another operator slot so 
<clears throat> See right there, I'm getting paid. Thank you, Crash. Appreciate Boom. it. Boom. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, but the thing is, people, and this is where I have the issue with this: is people saying pay one. It's only I can only get that medium backpack, and I can only get that two plate carrier with that specific operator and that specific skin on one active operator slot. So it's not like every one of my operators has a two plate carrier or has a medium backpack. That's not how it works. It's that one, only that one specific ghost operator skin on that one specific active operator slot will have that. I You can't duplicate those operators. So I can only have one ghost operator for all my operator slots. And if I'm not using that specific skin, I don't get the two plate carrier. So good. It, 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 it's not. It's really not pay to win. It's pay for convenience. Uh, I think medium backpacks are cool. Two play carriers are cool. Is it going to make a difference in PvP? No, not at all. I can go in right now solo and give me five minutes. I'll have a three plate uh, and at least a medium backpack, and I can easily get myself a. Uh, I can easily get a self-res and probably a UAV too. And another thing I think people are, aren't really keeping in mind here <clears throat> is a new barter system. So if you look at and study the barter trades uh, and you just go around and um, collect a bunch of bandages and, and batteries and stuff, you can trade in for that stuff. And if you know what you're doing and where to go, spots on the map, you can collect all this stuff so quickly. It's not an issue. Is it going to make a difference in PvP? Like I said, no. Now, is that going to change when the UAVs come? Um, Self-reses? Mm, it'll potentially give those players a little bit of an advantage. But in my mind, the good players are going to be able to overcome that 99% of the time. I, like With the teams that I play with, like Justin, Man Ain't Nobody, Striking, you know, some of those people, Jug, people that pop in, to our games, I think our like our PvP skills are so down that none of that stuff really matters. And a two plate carrier against uh, against a full team isn't going to make any difference. I think it's mainly right now. It seems like it's more so for solo players, so they don't die to the AI right off the bat. Um, especially if you're a player that knows the spawns. Um, you know, we we can go after squads with full three plate carriers. So I just don't believe it's pay to win. It's pay for convenience. Uh, however, people may feel about that is is its own thing, but it's definitely not pay to win because you can get all that stuff in game, and if you know what you're doing in the game mode, you can get it all very, very quickly too. So that's kind of where I'm at overall. But if you have like specific examples or things like that you want to run by me, I mean, you, you, I'm I'm very open to it. So you may change my mind for certain situations for sure. Just the. And I, th I think we're a shining example of how people should have conversations on the internet, just to let you know, because you can keep it civil and you can have an open mind. So my side of it is, I think, first off, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's straight pay to win. I think in this case, that is more of a term for like a slight advantage in the game. And it, it is, yeah. it is, I pay for convenience. I totally get. But it's also going to help you kind of get into the fight earlier and take a little bit of that looting time. So you're going to be maybe the first two objectives. You're going to be able to first to go look for PvP. You'll be a little earlier mm -hmm. in overall raid time. Um, and the other thing that I think is also difficult to define is like, what is a win in DMZ, right? Like, it's hard to call it mm -hmm. pay to win when it's like, 
winning is kind of a loose term in that extraction based game mode. So I get that too. The thing that it's just frustrating is it on the surface, it's just a straight up money grab. Like it, it is. Um, and that's, I mean, they're there mm -hmm. to make money, but it's just an annoying yeah. way to make money uh, for someone out on the outside looking in. And the, the, the only time I think you're going to see this being an issue is if the data mined ones, the, the most egregious one that I can think of in situation that would happen is if they do come out with that rose skin that's been data mined, it's not out yet, uh, mm -hmm. but it's it's in there. It comes with a UAV. And yeah. if you if you have a team of three three people that play together a lot, they all buy that skin and they have three yeah. UAVs off the rip. Mm -hmm. Like on Ashika Island where the UAV probably covers most of the whole map so you can get how long do you have last 30 seconds a minute or yeah i'd say 30 seconds seems sounds i mean right. so 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 they could you can have three you have off rip every single raid and just stagger those and then know where people are spawning right away and in mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things those people aren't going to be ready because they're traditionally going to loot for a little bit usually unless you know your operators already but i just i i see the worst thing being if three people play together a lot buy the skin and have three UAVs that they can stagger off the rip. Like that's, that's a lot. Um, the self res again, I think these are really only going to be annoying early game. Cause like you said, you're not going to know if someone has these, unless you kill them early and they like self revive and then you see it's and kill you. And then you see it's that skin that's going to piss you off. It's like, Oh, they paid for that. But you know they could have they could have brought it in anyway. It's gonna be, I could. Just, it's not really. I think it's just gonna cause a lot of frustration and negative feelings. It's not gonna break the game. It's not as. And then the other, my other source of um, negative feelings towards that is Blizzard has done some incredibly nasty pay to win stuff in some of like their Diablo games and things like that, like really predatory stuff. And this could potentially be seen in my opinion as maybe a step towards that. Like, like where do they stop with it? You know, like, cause they're going to make, they're going to make a shitload of money on these because everybody's talking about them. And then the people I saw someone from your chat say it's for the people that can't play all the time. Right. And have this stuff built up in their stash. So I get that. I get that. Because I'm someone that, you know, I get my, you know, hour and a half, two hours in the evening to play a game. So I totally get that. I just think from Activision Blizzard, they see how much money they're going to make. And I don't think they're going to stop. And I think those bonuses are going to get more and more and more severe. They're going to make more money. I hope I'm wrong. As of now, they're not game breaking. I think an argument could be made with the you have one if they do end up releasing it. But yeah, the rest I, of them I, are just I, really I, annoying. Yeah, I I think with the UAV one, it definitely. I mean, yeah, there's no. You're not. I can't argue with that. It's definitely going to give you an advantage for sure. But there's no doubt about it. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, that's. I'm not the biggest fan of that. Um, coming in right off the rip, it, it it. I guess the only way to counter that. I mean, I'm agreeing with you with that 100. The only way to counter that, is, I'm saying, is like. From my end, if if we spawned in and someone popped a UAV, we're going to go into a defensive position right away and, and kind of fortify ourselves. Typically, because we're, I mean, we're I think personally experienced the PvP, know how to approach a lot of those situations. So how how one player reacts to something like that is going to be different than maybe 
someone that's like oblivious to to what's going on with the PvP and things like that. Uh, and when with the self revive one, I, man and nobody in chat had a really good point there. I mean, yeah, coming in with a self revive definitely helps you out. I would also argue I think a lot of players do come in with a self revive because they have them left over um, from previous raids usually i mean 99 not 99 probably like 70 to 80 percent of the time i have at least a uav and or uh a uh a self-revive gun on me but man nobody in chat said like any hospital has mad self-revive so again that that really goes down to knowing the map and having experience within the game mode of dmz and you'll know where to find self-reses i i can go into a hospital and typically find four to five self-reses self-res mixes of like self-revive kits and the revive guns in any hospital and they're, they're, those are scattered all over the map <clears throat> and then like i said with the new barter system um but another thing i noticed that they made a change i'm not sure if it's going to be permanent because we, we can talk about all of this um yesterday this seems to be this seems to have been done on purpose is when building 21 launched this weekend you can spawn in with nothing okay and when that countdown finishes it gave you a free three plate carrier a free large backpack a free self revive and a free five five uh, attachment vector just by going into building 21 so what did we do we took one of our active active soldier slots that we didn't have anything with went into building 21 got our three plate carrier got a large backpack got our self res got our vector and we camped out in the stairwell till an extract became available, and then we got the hell out of there, and we were fully kitted up, good to go. So, huh. definitely pay for it. I mean, it's that paper convenient. That works though for everybody, right? If, Anybody if, could do yes, that. It, yes, if you play, if you're playing Building Twenty One as of this previous, you know, was it? Yeah, yeah, is that intentional? That seems weird. I think it's intentional because it's such a hard map. And you really can't go in there without a three plate carrier and a self res. So, otherwise, <clears throat> typically you're going to die unless, <clears throat> unless again, you're an experienced player who knows, who has like keys for rooms and knows where to go and knows the map. You really need that to get in there. So, that's something like we could, you could take advantage of. But yeah, I mean, you're, it, it's pay for convenience. I think the UAV thing is definitely going to be, uh, could cause some problems, but we'll have to see what that, if they do come out with it like that. If there's a cool cooldown time, so if I die with that character, can I just like okay, I'm gonna go right back in with a with a self res? Can only one of your characters spawn in as that operator with that with that uh with that um UAV? We we'll have to see what they do. I mean, data mind is one thing, but that we don't we're not. I wouldn't say we can say with 100 percent accuracy that accuracy that's what it's going to be. But I, I'm curious to see. I definitely don't like the sound of that UAV one. The but, ghost one was data mined and it came out like they thought with the tempered with next. the with the two with the two play carrier. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it had the two play carrier. It's in there. It's just gonna see if maybe Activision will walk it back when they see like a lot of people's opinions of it. I don't know. But they, it's gonna make a lot of money for them. It's yeah, I, I we're gonna have to wait and see when it comes out and how it operates and things like that. And then if if the if if it, it changes the gameplay in it in any way um it's tough man because dmz like you run into teams that know what they're doing and there's just other players that are just completely oblivious like i i ran a solo uh i ran a solo the night of this stream here later on on, on twitch and just like easily kill the whole three man so 
with with the with a 20 round rm277 so there's just there's there's a lot of things you can overcome being a skilled pvp player i feel like in this mode but especially the other thing to keep in mind is the uh the ghost vest so like the ghost vest right if if i'm somebody if if you're somebody that has that uav in their whole team or whatever what if my whole team has ghost vests i can i can barter trade for that i believe so that's another thing to keep in mind too then i'll never then no one will show up on it so you could just use those and push teams if you know the spawns no matter what yeah true i think so overall there's a, there's a lot of counters i think but yeah I, I mean i agree with you with that one for sure yeah but i i don't want it to start to be counters where like oh everybody's buying this skin so i gotta buy this skin to counter their skin that they bought and then they'll buy skin it's just a buy skin instead of playing the game or choosing an operator in the game that everyone has access to they're having to buy skins to compete and that's where we're that's where we're not wanting to get to like if you have to buy mm -hmm. a skin like if you if you have to buy a skin to feel competitive but i i think as it's now 99 percent of the time you're not going to notice it um it's just from the outside it's, yeah. it's annoying to me it's annoying as fuck that that's how they're going to make money instead of giving us content like maps and stuff for premium like i would rather spend mm -hmm. money on that than have pay pay for convenience skins like it's just it's just a, a microcosm or just a shiny example of how shitty game revenue is for triple a shooters anymore like that's where we're at right. instead of giving us content for everybody or giving us the option to buy content like yeah it's I annoying agree. i agree with that um I do. yeah but i sure. but i get what you're saying i i feel like i feel like you're not going to notice it most of the time the vast vast majority of your raids are not going to notice with it and they're going to get and then for someone like me that thinks it's shitty they're going to get away with it because people are going to keep playing because they're not going to notice it i just think there could be extreme examples of like just taking for example that potential you have one if you get rolled up on in like the first 30 seconds of a raid and killed through you know through a wall or people you know pre-firing you because they know where you are because of you have and then you see in the kill cam it's all that skin you're going to be like you're that's going to piss you off but that yeah. it's going to take an extreme extreme case like that for you to even notice it so i just i don't think it's going to affect a lot of people's gameplay the other yeah i mean you're you're right and i think the only re way i would notice it is, is if it's like uav enemy uav enemy uav enemy uav like right off the bat and then you, like, you get okay. killed by that rose skin you're like wow yeah, cool. then you'll see me pretty happy. But I think the other, <laughs> the other, like the the counter to that though is also like that team will push you if they have the UAV, but you should still know they're coming or close because if you're smart, you'll you'll leave the area or get to a fortified position and not kill any of the AI and let the AI give away that team's position when they push in, and then you then you take advantage of that right so i mean there's 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 a lot of like iq type plays to counter a lot of this i feel but yeah i mean it's it, that will clearly give other players an advantage for sure it's just how do you how do you how do you as a player counter those situations and that's something like you said you'll never know the other team has that bundle unless you see the skin and happen to know off right away that that's what it is but at that point it's going to be too late usually so you there's, you know you need to just keep in mind like player tad decks in the beginning so definitely gives you an advantage it's convenient but uh is it game breaking i would say no i mean i i think a lot of us who play it we know all the spawns so i can i can spawn in and push a team right away plus with like the spotter scope 
I can see you coming from across the map anyways. So it, it, it's not like I'm, we're getting snuck up on in any, any, any time <laughs> that spotters go, you can see anybody on the map. If you're, if they're in line of sight, no matter I notice you, I notice you using that a lot. That was interesting. Yeah. They'll want, you can see, you can clearly identify a player from an AI and I can see you anywhere on the map. Even if it's like on the other side of the map, if I have clear line of sight, you will come up on the thermal and I will know you're a player. Even sometimes it'll spot you through objects. Like if there's trees in the way or something like that, it'll automatically spot you. And I'll know there's three players on the train behind this tree that I can't even see right now. So that's pretty cool. There's, de there's definitely counters to it, but yeah, I understand it's very clickbaity for people to say it's pay to win. It's in my opinion, pay for convenience. Can it get annoying? hundred percent. I think there will be some annoyances to it. Um, yeah, it is what it is. They like you said, the name of the game is making money. So <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do it. And I guarantee you those bundles so far have sold a lot and that rose one's gonna sell a lot too. Yeah. It's I think it's pay to win in like maybe my traditional sense of the term. Uh to me, pay to win doesn't mean if you buy it, you're automatically gonna win. I just feel like it's pay for an advantage. And that's kind yeah. of the more the traditional definition of pay to win. Because a lot of those actual pay-to-win games like they did with that that Diablo, that mobile Diablo game where you could, I mean, people were dropping thousands of dollars for gyms to make their character super strong. They could yeah. still technically get beat. They could still technically get beat by a, by a, like a non-paying player, like a free-to-play grinder, but it wasn't likely. So it, that's, that's where I'm at. It's, it's not there yet, but it's, it's like a, gateway drug for blizzard or for activision i feel like that when they see how much money they're going to make and there could be more of that and that's just that's just going to be i hope so the battle pass and then they're they every time i'm i'm also sick of the every single season there's a new battle pass the mm -hmm. weapons on the battle pass are really really strong and then after that's over the next season they nerf those like almost every time because they want people to buy the battle pass or buy tier skips to get it quicker. They're, they're free, but they want people. And I'm just, I'm tired of yeah. all these little algorithm meta bullshit things to squeeze money out of you. And it, people are going to do it and keep doing it. And I'm just a grumpy old man sitting on my porch, get off my <laughs> lawn. Like I'm just sick of seeing that stuff, man, but it, it's going to keep going. It's definitely annoying for sure. I mean, and I, for me though, and again, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm an exception to this. If, if the operator skin or like the weapon blueprint is is cool and it's you know what I personal my personal preference, I'm gonna buy it no matter what. Even if there's not whether there's a DMZ advantage or whatever, I, I'm mainly looking like if that if that ghost bundle, for example, or the other the first bundle that that came out with the backpack. If that operator, if those operators looked stupid, like if they were the Fox EDM operators, I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah, and I'm definitely not buying a UAV one because I don't like that rose that rose skin or anything. So that's, and that's I mean that that's just me though, right? And, and that's how I wish it would stay. That's yeah. how I wish it would stay, and that's how it was for a long time. I was always right. like, I was always like, man, those skins are expensive. Like I'm not buying that. But like if you're yeah. keeping if you're keeping uh, your microtransactions as cosmetic only, how can you have a problem with that? Unless it was right. like the rose skin in Warzone One, where you couldn't see it inside buildings, but like yeah. traditionally in the sense of how it's supposed to work if you're if your cosmetics or if your microtransactions post-launch is just cosmetics only 
how can anyone have a problem with that? But now we're starting to get away from that with these DMZ bonuses. And is it going to continue to be you have? Is it going to start to be a multiplayer bonus? Like start with your perks a little faster than everybody else. Like, is it going to keep mm-hmm. going into this shittier part of, you know, pay for an advantage? And I hope not. It could. We'll just watch it. Like it doesn't break the game now. It just pisses me off. There you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, so I, I don't think we, anybody has a I don't think anybody has a problem, or they shouldn't, with cosmetics. I mean, I don't care if the skins are fifty yeah. bucks. If people yeah. want to buy them, and that's it's your money. If it's if it's good, it's good, man. If it if it, if there's a if there's a if they came out with a like awesome sick Navy Seal skin tomorrow, and it was fifty bucks, and it was something I liked, I'd buy it. What if they had skins yeah. like Caliber? I'd yeah, freaking I would be dish I'd. I would be pretty broke currently. What do you think so. of that segue? Boom! Wow! Yeah! yeah. That, was, that, was there really, we really, that was nice. No, I actually. think we covered that. I, I get what you're saying. Because at the end of the day, people like me are bitching about it, but when you play the game, you probably won't notice. But I'm still mad. So Yeah. Let right. me be mad. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you be mad. Alright, good. Um... The next game I wanted to talk about is Caliber, and I didn't know much about this game. And guys, I look forward to your emails and complaints. Um, this is a first-person podcast, so we're going to talk about a third-person game. Um, and I wish, I hope that you'll hear me out on this because I, like potentially many of you, was a uh, third-person hater. You know the whole standoff peaking seeing around corners and all that stuff but i took a few hours with this game this will once you guys see this game based on what i hear a lot in the comments and stuff from our audience everything about it i feel like is something that you guys would like there are 68 operators they're all um mil system like they're all realistic from counter-terrorist groups across across the uh, globe all the weapons are like an, an like accurate models and everything like that. And there's like hard, there's like no goofy stuff in this thing. And it has a round based bomb mode. Um, it has PVE, PVP. There's like different missions and stuff like that. And the reason we're talking about it now, it's been out for a little while, but it came to Steam. And you can download it for free on Steam and play it. Um, there's no more launcher. So it had a really shitty launcher that is gone now and it's all on Steam. They've completely. So this game was a little bit pay to win. There were operators that you could buy that were really strong battle pass operators and stuff that I still don't think you can get, but they're working on changing that. But they they changed the economy to where you can earn this stuff. And this game just has a super, super, super cool vibe to it, like really, really immersive. There are weird things. So you're going to you're going to see that third person aim. Uh, people around corners there's a there's a whole it's not hardcore by any means it's very arcadey you have a lot of information on your hud uh the operators have abilities and stuff way more grounded than siege however but it's really easy to get immersed in because of the maps because of the operators how they look their backstories and and the comms and stuff like that um it's very very grounded and all that stuff and i would essentially i don't know if you guys remember rogue company uh, but it was more, more uh, on the on the spectrum. It was a little more Fortnitey, um, it, with the with the vibe and the aesthetics and graphics and stuff. This is like, in my opinion, 
like Rogue Company for adult. So mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. a it's a super cool game. It's got a really fun uh, bomb mode called. And it's not really a bomb mode, but it's a one life mode called Showdown. And I could see myself playing the shit out of this. So there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of stuff you can work on progression wise. So you can unlock the ops, and then you earn credits, and you can level them up and help them out. You play as a class, so everyone has let's see a marksman, a healer. So a a marksman, a medic, assault, and support. And each person plays one of those. And it's 4v4, no respawn. And it's a little bit like gunfight where it starts out as just a free-for-all. And then you have, if the timer runs out, there's a a point, a midpoint that spawns that you have to take the flag. Uh, But most people are dead by the, (laughs) in my experience. But it's just a, it's just a really, really cool game. And if, if the only, I would say my recommendation as someone who was in this boat if the third person aspect of it is the only thing holding you back, give it a try and keep in mind that you just have to play it differently because you can use that to your advantage. They can use it to your advantage. And some of the things I realized is it's more about positioning and you can also make plays on other players that are relying on third person. So what I was doing a lot of times and the the maps are designed fairly decent for this it's like so if you would peek somebody and they would peek you and then you'd both get back to a corner and you'd be waiting for each other to peek you know because you can see around corners a little bit and you're sitting there waiting i would use that to back off so they couldn't see me reposition and then peek them where they weren't ready you have to play different than you do first person shooter just keep that in mind and give yourself a chance to to pick that up and I, man, I, I was having fun and I was really learning how to play it differently with angles. I could figure out, you know, yep. third person wise, if I had two threats in front of me, I could find a position where I could only see one of them and take a one at a time. And then I, that person, then I could tell that other person was holding that ready to expect me to peek again. I would back off, rotate flank. And like you, there's, there's a lot of tactics you can use in this game. That's different than first person. And I mean, the progression is slow. There's a lot of stuff to unlock. It's not it's different than siege i feel like in siege with all the operators there is a chance that you can get them all unlocked i don't think you're ever going to get them all unlocked the the key is i think to find one and uh there there's a couple modes where you can try them all uh, against bots and stuff find one you like work on unlocking that one you know kind of have your role and and level them up but dude i've been having a lot of fun i know people haven't heard about caliber in a long time but it's worth checking out again their player they got uh it's they have servers now in uh in a so there's servers here now and there's also um it's also on steam so they got rid of that launcher which is huge and there's been more and more people playing it every day and it's kind of making like a little a little comeback having it like that so it's it's really cool yeah i mean and you can see excuse me you can see the operators like how cool they look (laughs) like you said it's all nielsen from many different countries like how amazing those operators look is just that's what i need in my in my life man it looks beautiful and definitely the third person i mean i don't know if you ever played old school socom at all crash but it definitely brings me back to the i mean this is what big fry used to say too with this game is like i i, I used to play uh a lot of socom 3 and like the clan games and stuff back in the day when it was in its in its peak um it definitely when i jumped back into this it was I think like my first competitive style third person shooter since SOCOM 3. So uh, a lot of fun for sure. I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't played it in about a year and a half probably, but I, I'll probably have to jump back in. 
it's it's a lot of fun and the other thing too i think i think people on steam are are really liking it um that it's up to mostly positive reviews now so it's getting mm -hmm. a lot of positive reviews and i'm gonna put some more time into it it's it's kind of a it's a really cool change of pace and it definitely after after i got shit on the first couple games i just started to realize and think you know you have to play it differently but i i don't I don't know. I used to be a FPS purist where I could, you know, I would say that it's just so cheesy to have third person, but I think it could be pretty fun. competitive, man. Yeah, I don't know. it's fun. It's, you just, it's really fun. You just, you just really have to play it different. Now, in my opinion, my, my perfect game would probably be a first person version of this game. Like, I love everything about it, except I'm not as hype on the third person, but I'm giving it a chance. And, and I had a positive experience the first evening I played it. So, and that, that's what it took to get me to try third person. I'm like, I love every single thing about this game, except the third person. So I'll give it a try. And now I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, the wheels are turning up here. There's smoke coming out of my ears. It's not just from the cigar. Like I'm, I'm thinking I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and I, I think I could have a lot of fun on, on this game. And for some reason, for some reason, as someone who plays a lot of competitive type modes and games, it doesn't feel as competitive to me in third person. That could be kind of a shitty thing to say, but I it's kind of fun to relax on. And I still get you still get some tension in those one life modes and those round based modes and stuff. Um yeah. I don't know. I was really pleasantly surprised and uh, it's the first game in a minute that I'm really excited to play more of. Yeah, I, like it's it's a it's a really fun game. I don't I'm not I only played a couple of the modes, so I'm not sure like what kind of competitive style modes they they do have. I know they have a few, but I mean this is the kind of game I can just goof around and look at the operators, and I don't even need to play it. Just let me just let me look at the <laughs> operators and the guns and just kind of like goof around in the menus there. I'm just being my glory. <laughs> it look it looks really good. I want to play. I want to play some more of this. Spoo, get this downloaded, man. Get it going. Um, that, that also kind of like begs the question to me is like, <clears throat> I mean, look how, look at the character modeling that they do here. It's just so good, right? I mean, it's crazy. From what I can tell right now, especially just the what you're playing on, on the stream here, um, it's it's just doing the quick one run through of all the operators there, that little quick peek um, that everyone can see. I mean, no other game that I can think of on the top of my head has has this type of attention to detail with like real world operators ever. I mean, unless I'm wrong, but like this is, you know, right available to you. This is it, it's they're doing something that no other game is doing in my mind. Um, somebody if I'm wrong, somebody throw it in the in the the chat. But this is I think they found a nice little niche, right? The third person. Yeah. competitive style shooter and they're catering to like you said the adult the adults who who are into this type of stuff and clearly there's an audience for that so good for them they they found their own little little niche there in the gaming industry which you don't see many many companies or titles take advantage of too often so it's good to see yeah and i and i think there's a case to be made there for like you said they found a niche and potentially if this was first person mm -hmm. it might not have the following that it does maybe people would say oh just play siege or just play search and destroy so the mode that i like that i like is the showdown mode and they're quick to get into because it's the first of three rounds and they're pretty quick rounds um but essentially i would say think 4v4 gunfight 
Um, so it starts out just TDM, like, and you kind of push each other and try to get kills. And then if the, I can't remember how long the timer is, but once the timer runs out, there's three possible positions that a flag will spawn and then you have to take the flag. So that's how, if, if, you know, if it's not, if, if you haven't sorted out your business by the time the clock runs out, then you got to mm -hmm. go take an objective and either take the objective or kill the other team trying to get to the objective. So that's, that's my favorite mode, but there's a lot of modes. There's, uh, there's different missions that you run that have kind of stories to them, like PVE stuff. Um, and there's a couple different PVP modes. There is also a ranked. It's really hard to get into the ranked mode, though. I'm worried about the kind of players in there um, because you have to unlock. It's been around a while, too. So yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. And it's you have to get to a pretty high level. And you also have to have because there's a pick and ban system in there now, like Siege, where you can ban operators. So to play it, you have to have at least two operators on each class unlocked. So, right, yeah. and that takes a while. I only have, I got one operator done when I did the prologue mission. Um, I picked an assault operator and I'm, I played, oh, there's a lot of challenges in there now too. There's like steam events and different challenges and stuff you can do to get the in-game currency. I played probably four hours the other night and I, I just now got enough currency to unlock another operator. But then once you unlock those, you use currency on like a skill tree to like level them up. So. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna put some more time into it. And I get I get that third person is different, but where it's at right now, if that's the only thing holding you back is that it's third person, just fucking try it, man. It's free. Like you get if, used if, to it quick. You get used you, to it really quick. You so, learn. You learn quick, yeah. like what not to do. Like <laughs> right. Cause because you do have to play it different, but but I'm actually enjoying that process of learning a play of different play style and like how to use the third person because i i really think a, a lot of players like i'm telling you once you once you have that first peak and you kind of know where each other are and you just have that standoff a lot of people will hold that for a really long time and you can mm -hmm. you can you know use your angles and back off that where they can't see you and move and just destroy them while they're standing there like yeah so there's i've made a lot of plays like that that and then you feel like yeah i'm smarter than you like you, it makes you feel good too so it, it's cool yeah. man and the good thing is you get to look because it's third person. You get to look at your yeah. really cool drip of your operator the whole time and the gun, like the backpacks. It looks amazing. So that's that's the other plus side of third of third person. I know you and I kind of go back and forth around around like operator skins in first person. But here you get to see it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's worth it. That's one of the things that's one of the things like I've thought. It's kind of silly, and I've said this on the show before. It's kind of silly to spend a lot of money on a skin unless it's a cowboy hat. Um, to spend a lot of money on a skin that you can't see. Well, in this one, uh, you can see him. So, um, there's different. Yeah. Most of the time, um, what they did with cosmetics is really cool too. Um, the operators have the same clothes, but you can unlock cosmetics that change the color, like the camo color. So you could mix and match camo style right, colors, right. which is cool because all the ops have their abilities and different gadgets and stuff. So there's still that readability. Like you can tell once you have experience, you can tell like, oh, this is this operator. This is this operator because they kind of have the same clothes, the same shape. But, you know, but you can still have some identity by changing the colors of this clothes. Like the you're right. Exactly. You have different color, like color schemas for everything, which exactly you can definitely make it customize it a little bit too which is great uh teddy try to try to ask us that at the end I'll, i would love to talk about that at the end if we have time about tarkov 
Um, but anyway, I just wanted to, I wanted to make a little plug, a little plug for Caliber because it's fun and you guys should try it. It doesn't cost anything to try it. Yeah, it's free, definitely. I mean, and it's not you don't need like high end PC to run this either. So I mean, no, because the graphics the graphics are a little bit dated, but but that's exactly like you're you're alluding to, Buff. That means you can run it on an older machine. You don't have to have yeah. a badass machine to run it. So that's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. Um, I would I'll probably keep talking more about Caliber on here. Um, I potentially might if Buff and Blue are down for it. I might try to reach out to the community manager and have him come talk about the game too a little bit with us on here. Be pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. I think I think he would be maybe open to it. I hope so. I might ask him because it, it's pretty neat. I would I would love for you to play it, Buff. I think you'd have fun. Yeah, I, like I said, I haven't played in a, in like a year and a half, so I got to go back and and get back into it a little bit would be fun especially Just, now that it's in brand steam it's easier to play instead of launching from the client that they had which is and, a pain <laughs> and you're probably playing on like eu or russian servers too and now you get right and that was so, the other problem and i i also this i can't confirm or deny this this would be a question for the community manager I had my, I was just curious, so I pulled up my NetDoomer router, which tells me, like, where the server is and some stuff about the server, and it said it was a 60 hertz tick rate server, so that's really good um, for a free-to-play first-person shooter game, so. Yeah, that is, that is very good, yeah. So if that's the case, that's something that should be applauded, too. It felt, the hits, hit reg felt good, like, I didn't notice it very often, like, so having any kind of problems. Better too. than better than battlefield is what you're saying right dude i could shoot a rubber band across my house and have better fucking hit reg than 2042 <laughs> dude like yeah yeah quite quite a bit better and you get what's really funny is 2042 lets you prove that by putting the hit reg crap on the screen yeah. it's so crazy they did it to themselves like, yeah it's like we have really terrible net code check it out you know they'll show you if you want to look at it it's yeah it's pretty wild um so yeah let's uh let's keep keep moving on here i think i have a few quick shots i'll have to look them up so it might take the production team a minute buff can stall talk about sushi or something yeah right. i love sushi yeah just my way. what kind of sushi did you have just now i got a variety a variety pack because they were like out of typically when i'm like at the store i like to go just with like California rolls or something like that, they were out. So I got like one of those big, like $20 varieties of like California's yeah. and like rainbow roll and stuff like that. So Ooh, it sounds so good. It was, it we was. didn't, we didn't have sushi for a long time in my house. It's one of my favorite things because uh, my wife couldn't have it when she was pregnant. And then after we had him, uh, we just ordered like $120 worth of sushi and brought it home and just crazy. Dude. So, so, so good. I um so like quick quick off the topic off topic story but for sushi I was uh, at a sushi restaurant like back in 2015 I I mean with with like bodybuilding and stuff like that like I'll go and do like refeeds now and then so I ordered in total like pieces of pieces of sushi rolls I think it was it was like 87 or or maybe it was just like an even 90 is what the the count was for actual rolls and uh <laughs> That's uh, I like ordered that, and like there was a couple there that like, wait, did you just order like, you know, like seven orders of of sushi rolls? I was like, yeah, they're like, they were they were getting ready to leave, and they ended up just like staying to see the amount of food that I got. They're like, are you gonna eat all that? And I was like, yeah, and they were like taking photos. So like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's I mean, I can eat so much sushi, but I will yeah. say, 
when you do eat it and you do hit that wall, it's like a little bit different than other than other foods. Like when yeah. you hit the sushi wall, you are done. You're done. It's not like eating a big cheeseburger and fries where you're like you're getting full. It's like, oh, I can fit a few more fries in. It's like when you hit the limit of raw fish, Tap that's out. it. Like you're done. I feel like yeah. it's a it's a hard stop, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we need I think we need to talk about X Defiant um a little bit. I don't know if you've kept up on this. I've played it a little bit. This has some 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 industry wide implications, in my opinion. And even if you're not into the game, I know a lot of folks from Buff's channel aren't really into the silly cosmetics, as we were talking about. Check out Caliber, by the way. Um yep. this is interesting because it's kind of a it's kind of a hero shooter Call of Duty clone, um, but the Call of Duties that it's copying are the older ones. So it's getting a lot of uh, things from the older Call of Duties. Um, I would say, from my opinion, I played a few matches once I could finally get in. That's another thing I want to talk about is their decision to move forward with this beta, even though they had pretty trashy netcode. Um, and it was noted before it even started. It was kind of like a battlefield. Hey, it's a really old build. We know it's shitty, so here you go anyway. It was uh, kind of one of those moves. Mm-hmm. which i have questions about um but it's it feels a lot like black ops like four um it feels like older older call of duties and i know that's not that old a call of duty i've and I, I say that because of the hero mechanics i would think if you stripped all that away it's gonna it's gonna feel more like even earlier ones um maybe even like a ghost kind of um okay yeah as far as like the movement the feel of it the recoil and stuff like that I can see that. So, man, yeah, I don't know. It, it's all right. And I think a lot of there's, – there's two extremes uh, that I see all over Twitter, and that could be just because the Twitter algorithm pushes extreme takes a lot, so that's what I see. I see a lot of people saying that this is a COD killer, this is over, this is what everybody's going to be playing. And then I see people saying this is trash, it's going to die like Hyperscape. And uh, I feel like it's in the middle. Um, I, I really think Big Fry's tweet said it the best. I think there's a group of uh, potentially maybe older gamers, not even older, but longtime Call of Duty players that are disenfranchised from the title from decisions they've made over the last several games that this could find a player base just based on the hatred for Call of Duty right now from a lot of people. And it, yeah. could, it could have a small player base from that. And that's kind of where I think it's going to end up being. I don't know why... Like, I feel like Mark Rubin answers everybody on Twitter except me. That's not, not you. Because, dude, <laughs> they were talking about modes again, and uh, somebody said, like, Rainbow Six is still around. This game is going to be around for a long time. And Mark Rubin said, exactly. And I said, but Rainbow Six is a round-based one-life mode, as is popular games you might have heard of, like CSGO and Valorant. Like all the multiplayer shooter large games have these competitive modes. Please add one. I hope I said I hope the team is looking into that. Nothing. And I think because that for me, it's like, dude, I'm over it. Like, and Shroud Shroud said this exact thing. I saw this on a tweet too. Shroud said this exact thing, and I'm like, put it on a t-shirt. He said, I'm really tired of the spawn in, get a couple kills, die, spawn in, get a couple kills die spawn in yeah. and it's just over and over and these objective modes are similar to like overwatch is like a payload mode i don't know if you remember the payload game mode 
um it was in like black ops 3 and a couple of the later cause where you know you're next to the payload and it moves it's like an escort mode that's what this that's the main oh you don't remember that it was in nope i don't remember if they had one they had one i know they had it a lot in black ops 3 and i think your favorite game infinite warfare so you should have played it a lot in infinite warfare yeah those are two games i've stuck a lot of hours in. <laughs> yeah i know i know you did. um it's it's over there with your Fortnite channel i know that yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. you can find the archives on there um but yeah so essentially it's like overwatch where there's a there's a payload that has a set route and when you're standing close to it it moves and the other team's trying to kill you and keep you from moving it and okay. with those types of game modes where you don't have like a team it's like you just have to like you just like have to run at it. It's like a meat grinder. Like you know you're gonna die. You just take a couple with you. Then you spawn and then you run across the map and you do it again. Then you spawn and you run across the map and you do it again. And you spawn and run across the map. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. it just doesn't hit with me, man. Um, and the other the other thing that my biggest question was, and I'll, I want your take on this is so before it went live, and this this thing was marred with connection issues. I couldn't even play it the first two days. Like I couldn't log in. Wouldn't let me log in because their server. We're messed up, which is a whole nother fucking thing that pisses me off. So, because I don't, I don't understand how you can have login issues with a closed beta where you have an exact number to be expected. They said they didn't have enough server capacity. That's why it's a closed beta. So you know exactly how many players are going to be there. Like right. you should know within a few thousand of like where you're going to be at and how many servers you're going to need. So mm -hmm. that's why it's closed and not an open beta. You know how many people you're going to have. So I don't get that. The other thing is the net code is really bad. So even when you do get in a match, there is a lot of desync. I was I was dying like three business days behind cover, like a, like a long time like behind cover and then die. There's a lot of desync. He said before it went live that net code was a big problem in the last beta and they're working on it. It just didn't make it into the new build. In your opinion, should they have waited to have this beta until that new net code fix was in the main build? Mm, i don't know i mean maybe but i guess what was the you know the, the i think the one they can answer that question is like what was the what was their goal of the beta was it what were they trying to get out of that was it introduce players to the game have a good experience in which case yes otherwise if they were solely if it was a beta for like collecting back-end data or something but i mean regardless i think i feel like you still want the player base to have the best overall experience, right? So probably should have waited then. I think so because this game, this is a very smoky cigar. <laughs> That's what they're for, right? Um, it is. <laughs> this game has already had to make a comeback based on revealing this as a skater punk Tom Clancy title. They're already starting from like digging out of a hole that they created. Mm -hmm. And then it's like now you're having... And this is, keep in mind, the other caveat to this decision is that this game is the first one that's not under NDA that you're going to see widespread gameplay from. Yeah. So, like, all the gameplay that's not under NDA now that you're showing has this known netcode problem. So I feel like that's another, albeit a lot smaller, that's another hole you're putting yourself in to have the, right. first, the first impression be this first-person shooter with shitty shooting. Yeah, it's not I a good know. first impression. I mean, <laughs> because then, I mean, first impressions are huge, right? So you're right. Why would you want 
because now that's that's going to be the talk is the game sucks when yeah and it they just needed to probably wait a little bit and do a patch it's just with the modes and i i think and i wish there would be a competitor to call of duty but i don't think this is going to do it because even though even though they're trying to cash in on some of that nostalgia and bring some of the mechanics that Call of Duty players like, like there's some cool stuff here, like no skill-based matchmaking, um, lobbies, you know, sticking together. There's no skill-based matchmaking in the casual modes. Incredibly, incredibly light. Um, there's a, there's some other things that they brought back to be like the older Call of Duties. I can't remember all the things, but Mark Rubin has said all the right things. So it has that. It's just frustrating that you get it that far, but don't take it across the finish line by making good decisions about about releasing gameplay and stuff it's just frustrating i wish it was like vocal he's been he's always been he it seems like he's been saying all the right things so yeah that's a good point and then you handicap it with terrible netcode you know yeah that's it's almost like they kind of like shot themselves in the foot there huh and then and then from like an from like a wide top down view the other thing that's cool is there's a shitload of maps i love that um that is good but the other thing from a top-down view is like they're trying to be like the older Call of Duties, but that means there's nothing unique about this game. It feels really played out. And yeah. that would be okay if it was executed incredibly well. Um, right. If that was executed really well, I could see it having its own merit. But mm. I, I think I have to agree with Big Fry that the audience and people that are going to play this game are people that are really tired of Call of Duty. And, and I this is I agree with that too. I was just thinking the same thing as you were saying that because we're watching the gameplay here in the background. It looks just like you said in the beginning, like like one of those faster moving, older Call of Duties. So it, I mean, it should. And I know they consulted like some like um, exclusive Ace and some other like Call of Duty Aches has been creators. To it. Yeah, so. Um, I, I think that tweet that Big Fry said is almost like a hundred percent exactly what this game. That's probably their target. That's probably their target target audience. I mean, look at everyone complaining on Twitter about it. They just want fast, twitchy movements again. So this should be just for them, then, right? So maybe that's maybe that's the the player base that they're they're targeting all along. But yep. they probably <laughs> you don't want to have a a bad first experience for those players that you're trying to bring on. So. Yep. So I think it's just kind of be, I think it's just going to kind of be like an overall middling game. I think it's going to have a few mm -hmm. thousand people that play it. It's not going to take over Call of Duty by any means because it's trying to do no. Call of Duty like not better than Call of Duty. Right. Um, they could have, they could have played off those older mechanics and took mechanics from older games that are inherently better and made it better, but mm -hmm. they just didn't. And yeah, I think not having a competitive, like a one life mode is such a bummer because I think the novelty of just having a respawn first person shooter arena generic game is over. Like it's got to do something different these days. No, I, I agree. And it's weird to me that they don't have like a lot of the games you would think specifically this one. I'm surprised they haven't like touted their own, their own, what makes, what makes them unique. Right. I'm surprised, surprised they haven't started. And maybe this is coming with part of the marketing strategy going forward, but they haven't like touted. This is what makes this game better than whatever this is our unique mode this is our unique thing I, I i not that i've been following it very closely but that's not something i'm seeing yet and if that's out there then i'm wrong but to your point with like a competitive round based mode um if that's something they had you would think they would be advertising it pretty heavily as like x defiant does round based modes better than anybody because blah 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 you know yeah 
So that's what I think. I think um, it's definitely causing waves because there's a there's a lot of people there's a lot of people talking about it. But I I think the modes are really holding it back and gonna yeah. continue because they're so played out. Those modes are so played out. Agreed. Yeah, I. That's my really personal like opinion. People might like them still. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. I mean, personally, I'm in the same boat as you. I really, um, you know, the multiplayer for like COD, I don't really enjoy because specifically that reason. It's just spawn, get a few kills, run around, die, blah, blah, blah. It can be fun. Like those new night maps I was having a blast with, but I'm not, I agree with, with you and, and to Strahd's tweet. Just for those of us that have, that kind of like grew up doing that, I, you know, I typically always want some sort of objective or goal, not just like run around and die type thing. Yep. And he also said, um, what else did he, uh, Mark Rubin said on Twitter, like they can't, they aren't like here to compete with COD for sure, but like, they're not going to be like a COD killer or anything. They just want to, uh, have, be like a throwback to the players that don't like big fry said that aren't, aren't vibing with the way call of duty has gone lately so it it's frustrating because I, I think it i think it could cash in on so much more potential if they made a few different decisions but that's just my opinion i'm an idiot on youtube so it doesn't really matter what i think but that's my opinion that's why i have a podcast so i can talk my opinion yeah exactly um yeah so are you Anything else? Are you ready for some quick shots? Uh, I am ready for. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. First quick shot I wanted to talk about. So that was that was a little bit negative. I want to talk about something really really positive. Um, there is a new update out for the uh, Road to Vostok, um, demo. So this wasn't even supposed to happen. As far as his uh, auntie's um, roadmap. So this is like legit bonus content. Um, so again, this solo developer is actually going above what he promised. And he did an update to the demo on Steam. So you guys can download the updated version of the demo on Steam and check it out. Um, added brand new weapon mechanics. So the arms and the animations all look way better. The recoil has been uh reworked um there's new water mechanics you get there's snow now so you can turn on snow um they're still working on the ai there's a completely new looting system and it still just looks fucking awesome dude like mm -hmm. i jumped into it and did a did one of my daily reload episodes on it and it's just it's just killing it man um so i just wanted to let people know um to go check that out and uh give feedback he's really responsive to feedback too um so um, you can, I think you can kind of tweet that stuff out, comment on YouTube or whatever, but he, he reads all that stuff, um, about, about your feedback. What I did was I, I reached out to him and said, I thought it felt a little bit weird. Something I should let you guys know. Um, two things. Once you, once you spawn in and check out the guns and stuff and you pick them up, you have to tab and then equip them. And then when you want to put attachments on it, um, you hit, you hit X and it brings the gun up in like an inspect and then you hotkey the attachments and it just switches through the attachments. So you hit one That's to do suppressor, like four to do a sight. And then you can also control scroll and change the rail position of your site. Like it slides up and down the rail. 
That's awesome. That's so that's I've wanted to see for a while. Yeah, that's really cool. You can also do the left-handed shoulder. I talked a lot about that because I'm a real-life left-handed shooter. So that was really cool. That was trippy actually to see that on a screen because I think that was like the first time I'd ever, I'd yeah. ever seen that um, on a screen. So <laughs> that was really trippy. Um, but I just want, yeah, everybody should go check it out. And uh, this game is is gonna probably be pretty cool because so far where we're at in the development of this, he's still looking at this fall to put out the the actual demo two so this is like a demo 1.2 and demo two is going to be the first time we're going to actually see the gameplay loop where you drop in and you have different um you you know you try to get into vostok into the higher end places and the loot and the safe houses and we're going to actually kind of get our first glimpse of that in the fall and he's stuck true to everything so far so there's no reason to not expect that to happen in the fall so yeah you guys are looking for something to do drop in and just check it out because um, I'm guessing he's going to leave the demo up until the next one. The last one was just stayed up. It just stays up so anyone can go check it out at any time. It got like 349,000 downloads on the first demo so far. So I, this game's, I'm so excited for this. I mean, he's a single developer and what he's doing with this game is stuff we haven't seen. You know, you don't see this stuff in AAA shooters. What what we're seeing here on screen specifically, and even some of the other features he's covered here. Um, and again, he like you said, he's very receptive to feedback. We we've talked about um, things people have suggested here, and he's put it in the game. So yeah. I mean, he's a friend of the program. Yeah, he, we've had him on the show. Looking forward to talking to him again down the road. Uh, but I mean, just look at if you guys, you know, check him out on YouTube and check out. He does his developer diaries and stuff like that, and goes through a lot of the changes uh, for a lot of the different builds and what he's working on. Um, I mean, look at the, the, the snow, the weather, it's just, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> so after this, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he, what he does with this. I can't wait to get my hands on, on it when it's, you know, fully out there. And just, this is one of those ones. It's just going to be a lot of fun to play. And the man's in the chat too, right now. So, right. Yeah. Good so you could share feedback. You could share feedback in the chat right now. Um, the other thing that, that I didn't get, um, that made me feel really stupid was, um, when you get into it, it's kind of set to where it's, it's immersive cause it kind of goes along with the inertia of the animations, but there's like a mouse smoothing. It feels like there's an acceleration and me like coming from more competitive games. I don't want that. I want raw mouse input yeah. and in the demo. It's set as like camera smoothing, not necessarily like aim smoothing or something. So I, that didn't click with me, but you can turn it off. And then get back to like, um, as a as like a, mouse, a keyboard and mouse player, like you get what you're used to feeling, and and the mm -hmm. recoil is much better. That's the other thing. Like on the screen, um, you can also check out the NVGs. Um, they're equipped in the game, so you can click it to night mode, and then you can uh, click your. I think it's on your mouse four button. You can turn on NVGs, and in the winter, so you can turn on. I like to go to the middle of the map, turn on Blizzard, and turn on Winter at night and then hit the nvgs at night in a blizzard and it's fucking sweet dude like there's like nothing on the map but you like turn it to night mode and it instantly gets like immersive and spooky and you're just standing there like it, it's and the other thing is too like you see this I, I don't get why this is such an issue if auntie can do it like in a demo by himself the game looks awesome and it is incredibly optimized like already so i was on my old my old graphics card granted it was a 3090 
and but I had it on 1440p, everything maxed out while recording, which usually drops. So to give you some frame of reference, that was dropping like Call of Duty to around like 120 frames. This was playing at like 230 frames still and looking this good. So like it's gonna be able to be ran on a lot of machines. Um dude. Keep an eye on it. Get in there. The helicopter thing um, in this video is, is crazy, too. That's going to be so eerie when there's a helicopter flying over it and you have to stay. So it's going to have a, a searchlight. And if you get near the searchlight, it's going to alert the AI around to where you're at. So, like, you kind of have to hide from the light and stuff. And, um, yeah, just check it out. It's really cool that he comes by the scope, too, um, and check stuff out here on the channel. And um, I hope... I hope you will continue to be, uh, to have time to come talk to us um, as the game moves through the different stages because it, it's really cool to see um, what's happening with this game. I, I've never been so excited for a single player game in my life. Yeah, <laughs> he's killing. I mean, same here. I'm, I, I'm pumped for this. He's doing a great job. I just dropped ash all over my leg. How'd that feel? Warm. Yeah, was, that's cool. You know why? Because fire is hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, you heard it here first. So anyway, <laughs> guys, encourage everybody um, that's around. Go ahead and check out the demo. Uh, wishlist the game. If you are um, wanting to support it, hit Patreon. Um, you can go to roadtovostock.com, and there's ways to support You can get on Patreon. And on Patreon, if you support there, you actually get builds and mechanics to test that aren't even on steam too so you can get like some behind the scenes game files to check out and stuff and, and follow along in the way so you get you get something out of your money too and you're supporting this this venture which is going to be pretty cool yeah yeah live road to vostok yep yeah 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 yeah, yeah. road to vostok.com i want it do it so check out check out demo one dot two that's probably not the virgin name but that's what i'm calling it <laughs> but there's new there's new stuff in there um what else did i want to talk about in the quick shots do you know i had a list e no. do you want me to, do you want me to talk about sushi while the production team gets it no production team's good uh, okay um mousetrap so this is something in console Rainbow Six Siege that has been catching mouse and keyboard players that have been using Zims and stuff. Um, and to be honest with you guys, it's pretty cool because it's actually working. Um, where's my mouse? Don't worry. Found it. I'm a pro player. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and you guys may have noticed like the trend with other games being able to catch these. It happens in Call of Duty where they're catching and cracking down on emulating devices. Um, they just released this for Rainbow Six Siege. And there's and then uh, the people that make the Cronus or the Zim um, device, whatever it's called, to emulate a controller while using a mouse and keyboard that people were cheating with on console. It was really rampant in Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six on console is incredibly fun. The fun is quickly gone when you're playing on a controller with no aim assist and somebody's able to like click on your head instantly. So <laughs> you can imagine how that would change the game uh, quite a bit. But there, <laughs> there was an example tweeted today. Oh, hopefully I can zoom in where some of you guys can read this. Um, but essentially, there is a guy on their forums that's crying out like they, they tried to update it to get around it and it didn't work. 
and everybody on on the Zim is complaining and crying. This guy say even with the Zim, I and quite high elo and ranked, I only have a KD of 0.8. So for me, the Zim has always been just a way to keep up and play with my friends. So this guy is crying, and in the in the forum, he's justifying why he's cheating. It's because I'm really bad, or I need it just to keep up. Wow, I feel so bad for you. I think um, I think they make something called Viagra for that. I don't think that will help either. Oh, okay. I think he's too far gone. Thinks he yeah. needs to cheat to just play. Even still, having a point eight KD against controller players is laughable. Um, goes on to say that it essentially doesn't work. He feels like that part of. <laughs> I love it, dude. I can almost hear the tears. He says it now feels like that part of my life has now been taken away from me. It doesn't. The new, essentially, uh, the new firmware for the device doesn't feel good to me, and it's or it's too good for Ubisoft when set to low. Either way, it's unplayable for me right now. Honestly, not sure if the Zen Matrix can change that either. Um, the software is also used there. I'm a bit perplexed right now. I know it's just a game, but as I said in the past, it was a good way to switch off from the stressful everyday life with work and two children to enjoy my evening with friends. <laughs> I added that part, but he's crying. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. And essentially what's going on here is this person has said to have fun in a game, they have to cheat. And apparently this dude really isn't that busy or tired because he's posting this at 4 11 a.m so if you're <laughs> if you're that busy and don't have time to get better at video games go to fucking bed and then yeah how it's actually supposed to work pal is if you're not good at the game and everybody's playing to the best of their ability on an approved input device and you play ranked you'll be playing against other people in lower ranks that aren't that good either and you'll have fun there and it works out that's what the rank system is so you can play competitive matches against people against your skill level and no one's cheating that's how it's supposed to work dude so maybe he'll he'll be forced to figure that out um but this is just incredibly exciting news to see that ubisoft has figured this out and i i kind of wonder like tinfoil hat if some of this technology isn't being shared across other devices, because there's a couple other games, including Call of Duty, that are cracking down on these devices. And mm -hmm. apparently it's working there, too. There's just a lot of people on the forums, on like the Zim forums, uh, where the little PP club goes to hang out, um, that are crying about it not working. And I am absolutely thrilled. Thrilled. I love that. So I wanted to mention, so far, the Cronus, good, the Cronus kids, the Zim kids are crying. It's good to see, man. It's good to see. Just so soak it in for a second. If it it's very good to see. Yeah. And uh, as far as you saying, like you know, ranked all that, um, you can't fix stupid crash. So <laughs> is there a rank for that? <laughs> there could be. I mean, he he won't know because he's not playing. So <laughs> true, true. But in a, in a perfect world, um, like that's that's how it would work if everyone is honestly playing ranked to the best of their ability without cheating, you're going to get competitive matches. And I've argued that. Like, even when I was new to Siege, no matter what your skill levels it is, mm -hmm. if you're playing yeah. against similar ones, it's fun. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. It's you, And a lot of times, in my opinion, if I'm, if I'm watching somebody stream, and you'll see, like, I'll watch a good match where, you know, it went to double overtime, and it's like, they're copper ranked. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they're way low ranked, but that was, like, it's still fun to watch because it's competitive. 
So just play with a controller and you'll eventually get matched with people and have fun. Like that's that's why that's why there's ranked. That's a great point. I mean, that's why because I got an, I mean, to your point, I got into Siege really late too. Um and yeah, I was a noob playing with people at my skill level in a rank in ranked mode, and I had a blast and I learned and you got better because you had to play against people your skill and a little bit better and move on up. So that's I think that's like a that's like an analogy for life, right? And if you fake if you get fake trophies, you're gonna be that guy that gets a job and lied on your resume and then you can't do shit and you get fired and you're a loser who has no friends, no money, no job. So don't <laughs> cheat because you don't get anywhere in life and you're gonna be a loser. If you cheat, you'll end up living in a cardboard box in an alley like that nitro loot guy that's getting caught and caught for for cheating. So there you go. Exactly. Exactly. That's a whole nother can of worms. And then the the battlefield guy that Jim and I dude or whatever that's getting caught cheating from Silk, like there's some cheaters going down right now, and that's good to see, man. It's good. It's good it's to really see. Good. Now, now, if if only Raven could get their energy together and take care of some of the ones in the Call of Duty er- era, there, that'd be good. But what if I told you? For that. What if I told you the? And I'm using quotes. The quote unquote pay to win skins were Raven's idea. Would that mean I won the argument? Would you get mad and then ten? I'm right that they're bad. Mm-hmm. If it's Raven's idea, uh, no, because they it, that'd be a it, dirty it, tactic. It, it, if it were if it were their idea, maybe they should try applying it to their own game. Would I'd be, be my response. <laughs> I'd be I'd be playing your emotions. <laughs> yeah, you would be. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about quickly Dead Island Two. Um, so I got a couple of things to pull up here. Um, I'm not gonna play this for for copyright reasons, but just so you guys should be aware, if like you're really excited, it's supposed to release in four days. So I don't know if this is worth checking out. Um, but 30 minutes of Dead Island 2 gameplay footage, um, has been leaked. Um, so you guys, if you're really into it and can't wait, you guys can go check it out. Um, I, I like zombie shooters sometimes, so I'll probably try to catch this game on sale. I'm not fired up enough about it to pay 60 bucks for it. Um, but it looks like it could be pretty fun. 30 minutes of gameplay features the beginning of the game where you're introduced to the characters. Um, there was also... Uh, 11 minutes that was dropped officially this is just a, like a little bit more of the story so you can go over uh to insider dash gaming like tom henderson's website um and find some of that stuff there also was um the launch trailer was also released so i'll see awesome. if i can pull that up that's something that i feel like is okay to watch um but yeah dead island 2 comes out in four days like what day what day does that make it that makes it friday is that Friday? If we're counting yeah. it, yeah. But there, dude, this game, I feel like people have been waiting on this game for an eternity. Like, we've been talking about Dead Island 2 I thought it was out already, man. I was watching, I remember 20, when did the first one come out? Because I the Dead Island theme, I was like listening to religiously, like the trailer music for Dead Island, the original Dead Island, I think it was, uh, like, beautiful beautiful trailer music listen to that like back in 2013 or 20 end of 2012 or something so it's just how long has this be- game been in development i thought it was out so long time i think i just saw on youtube like the first trailer was something like 2014 or something like it's been a long ass time it's been yeah. delayed so many times okay, dude sense. it's been yeah it's like 20 
14 was a trailer that I saw for the first. So it's been it's been a long time. So it's definitely noteworthy um, in the shooter space when a game that's been waited on this long is set to come out. Let's hope it's not a cyberpunk at launch or a No Man's Sky or something like that. Hope, hopefully it's playable, but it looks it looks pretty crazy. I think this is a game, though, like I don't think this would have a ton of replayability for me. So I think this is something that I'll probably watch some streams of and then try to pick it up on sale at some point like down the road. But I still I have a special place in my heart for for zombie games. I loved Left 4 Dead 2. Played so much of that game in college. Me too. With so. mods. With we played it with mods and the Helm's Deep map. Epic. Yeah, it's cool. So no, just wanted to let you know this guys, this is coming out. There are some leaks if you can't wait. We'll, we'll, on this program, you're smart people. We'll give you the option to check it out or not. She's <laughs> not, not mm-hmm. going to show it to you. But, um, that's out. Um, you, you, you guys can GFGI it, which is go. This is what my college professors used to say. We'd ask a question. They'd say, GFGI. What, what does that mean? Go effing Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I had a couple of friends like that that would like ask questions that are like clearly Googleable. And it would yeah. text me like, where's this at? And it's like, dude, you've typed it in the wrong space. Type in Google. <laughs> this isn't the Google search box. <laughs> yeah. You messed up. Wrong, try. wrong text box, dude. Yeah, try again. Um, the next one really quickly is uh Boundary has released a few days ago. So if you guys are interested in that game, you can check it out. Uh Boundary is a unique first person shooter that takes place in space um i played it i played it a little bit and i couldn't get into it man uh some people really like it because it is unique so i gotta give them that i always give props on unique fps games because we definitely always need more of those yep but man i i couldn't wrap my head around it like getting the flow of the maps figured out and just the randomness (laughs) of getting shot from like 3d space anywhere instead of just like 2d (laughs) space or a couple levels i couldn't do it man like I, I couldn't handle it. So, but it's out there. I feel like I could get it figured out with time. But uh, for those of you that want something new, unique, that game is out, and you can check it out. Yeah, um, the game looks. I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Definitely, it's unique, which I I think is a good thing. I haven't played it, so I can't comment. But it does look cool. I think so too. That's where I'm at. You don't you don't need to play it, but you could. Um, <laughs> the last. Quick. Uh, this is a really quick shot. Um, really quick. yeah. The the oh shit, I'm so dumb. I can't remember what his title was. The main guy for Halo, I think he was like creative director or whatever for Halo. He left uh three four three a couple weeks ago, and now uh, announced that he's been hired over at Netflix Games. Um, so he is. Yeah, Joseph Satin, former Halo creative lead, joins Netflix to help create an original game. So you guys might recognize this game. I guess it's everything's on Insider Gaming, so I can just pull it up here. But um, yeah, the guy that was big into Halo Infinite left there and is joining Netflix. He said to create a multi-platform game. That would make me think shooter um, to play, you know, <laughs> like a cross-play shooter. So maybe Netflix is getting into the shooter space. This is, uh, again, this is one of those stories. That's why it's a quick shot. There's not much to say here because we have literally zero information on what he's going to be working <laughs> on. So that's that. Oh, and then one more thing. 
There are some uh, leaks about uh, the new... I saw it on here. I looked at it earlier. Uh, the new Apex Legends season. Uh, Legion 7... Legend, Apex Legends Season 17 event skins have been leaked. Um, the YouTuber Thornton Smash, you can look him up. Uh, you can find his article on Insider Gaming. Uh, but he, he got leaked information that they did confirm over at Insider Gaming. And he did some sketches of like the new operator and some of the new stuff that you can see that's going to be coming uh, to the game in Season 17. So just Apex Legends keeps being a free-to-play juggernaut that a lot of people are copying, apparently. And I am selfishly and maliciously rooting for it to fail because I want to see Titanfall 3. So I hate Apex Legends because it killed Titanfall 3. I want to see a Titanfall 3 with a ranked mode. Hell yeah. Give me. I think a lot of people would. And by the time... There is going to be a new Titanfall. I'm going to be way too fucking old to play on that movement. So. <laughs> that's what's up. I think that's all I had. I think. Beautiful. We got through a lot of info. Yeah. We did indeed. Uh, Redbeard, we did not kill Blue. He could not make it tonight. So he will. <laughs> we killed Blue. Is that what he asked? <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you all kill him? No, not yet. Um, we haven't yet. He's a, he's a, he was busy tonight. The show the show must go on. Here we are. Hopefully he'll be back next week. I really hope so. We had a we had a big uh, we had a big talk on uh, on caliber. Um. So I, I think I would have a little bit of time for Q and A, like just a couple. Do yeah, I can. I can do. I can. Yeah, I can do a few too. And I, I want to pick up on. I think Teddy had a question earlier on. Uh, do, I think it was like, do we think Tarkov is a realistic, uh, game or shooter? I think is was the question. Am I right? Yeah, that was basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I it mean, needs to be better. My, I mean, my opinion on that. I mean, realism to a de- to a degree. Is it more realistic than ma- majority of shooters out there? Yeah. Is it a realistic? game no because i mean you can you know you can take some pain pills and and apply a tourniquet to like six gunshot wounds and you're good to go usually but i think it's more realistic what can do better i'm not going to comment on that because i don't play it anymore i did play it a lot heavily back in like 2019 2020 early 21 um but i think there's like a fine line there between realism and and like a fun factor with playing the game. So they just need to kind of walk that line, and you know, and not go too far beyond. Where I think the realistic components of the game, I think, are there. I can't really think of anything else I'd want to see done. Uh, that much crazy, you know. They added they added momentum, all that stuff. What are, what are your thoughts, Chris? You you've played it more recently than me, so. Um. Yeah. How I would characterize it, this is such a cop-out answer, but if you go back to last week's episode when we talked about what they said in the podcast, if they mm-hmm. follow through with that and can actually deliver on what Nikita said in that podcast, okay. there is a lot of good stuff in there. And essentially the game would be in a really good state if they can pull it off. 
what's currently what's keeping me from playing it right now is like netcode desync issues, cheater problems, and the quest lines being the same as they have been for the last however many wipes. I can't go get that fucking pocket watch again, dude. I've done it so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I hate just, doing, I, I hate redoing them. I can't get into the quest lines because some of them that I got to are so hard to do, and I just can't. I can't get through it again, like mentally. Like. So I'm kind of waiting for those to change up, uh, but there's a lot of good stuff allegedly coming with with uh, optimization, netcode, a uh, bunch of changes there. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to Arena. Uh, that could be really fun, and we're supposed to have better server performance there. So we're gonna check that out. But essentially, a lot of the stuff Nikita says that they're working on is uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it was a cop out answer. We actually went pretty in depth into all that last week's episode. So, I mean, yeah, everything that they said sounds awesome. So just a matter if they can, if they can deliver and deliver good quality with all of that. Right. Yep. And then, uh, teamer, uh, teamer in my chat was asking about, or was mentioned to Bohemia interactive. They actually announced an FPS game, uh, the makers of Arma, and it's probably not what you expect. Um, it's called Silica, a real-time strategy FPS game, and it looks like Destiny Halo. So um, this is the next game that Bohemia Interactive is working on um, on the screen here. So that might throw you for a little curveball, but I remember seeing that, and I didn't necessarily know what to talk about it. It still could be a good game, but it's not It's not like in the armor line. Okay, you already knew about it? Yeah. I actually meant to talk about this last week, but I forgot about it. So that that's what... Red? Yeah, I was just gonna. No, go ahead, finish up. No, that's 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 what I was gonna say. They're they're working okay. on a new game. I don't know a lot about it, but the announcement trailer's out. It looks cool, but if you're into that, like that's it looks Destiny like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely get those vibes. Uh, Redbeard had a good question here. Uh, Caliber just hit mostly positive reviews on Steam, and a player base of roughly 5k. Do you think this shows a larger studio as a third person shooter? Um, is is more marketable or still marketable yeah I, I would say yes i mean the game itself like we talked about in the segment for it, it it's definitely appealing to a specific niche i think with like the the milsim skins everything like that and the third person uh gameplay mode modes but um again i mean like let's not pretend socom wasn't extremely popular in some of the other third person games that are out there so i, I think if especially this is just a free-to-play from a smaller indie type studio um it should set an example for what, you know, a triple A studio who actually took a third person game seriously should be able to blow this out of the water. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it does. And I think Buff had a good point. We talked about Caliber quite a bit uh, in the first half of the show. Um, I think it's their niche, right? Like if you mm -hmm. had asked me my per personal favorite game ever, it would probably be a first person version of Caliber. Like not yeah. just adding first person to caliber because the game has to be designed right. like map design mechanics and ADA, like all that stuff around first person. But I love the cosmetics. I love the game mode. I love the setting, the vibe, like everything about it. I just prefer first person, but it's opened my eyes to the viability of third person, like playing, playing it that first night for a few hours. I started to learn the tactics and like how to play third person um, and use those to my advantage. And there's something there. And uh it's opened my eyes to the viability of third person. So I would assume everybody else too. Um, yeah, I think it's all, I would, I would argue, I think third person's always been viable. It's just a matter of, of a studio or a game delivering on 
the bar that SOCOM set. Yeah. Coming close to that bar. I think SOCOM set such a high bar. And then after that, like third person games had just fallen off for whatever reason, because nothing can really live up to what SOCOM was at that in its heyday. So right. I think that's really I think there everyone wants a new SOCOM, right? So can a kind of game like Caliber come in and and offer something equally as good? Or can a third a triple A studio come in and, and do something better? Um, Boston Gamer asks, how is Little Crash doing? Hope you're getting some sleep. Getting a little bit of sleep. Um, and he's he's doing awesome. Like he's he's doing really good. We get the got the two month checkup on the nineteenth, so two days from now, the two month checkup. Awesome. And, uh, it's going well. Yeah, I am tired because on top of having a new kid, I also committed to doing daily FPS news videos to go ahead and run my channel the rest of the way into the ground. So yeah, I'm tired. But we're doing it. We're doing it live. <laughs> yep. Gotta love it. Yeah, guys. I think that's probably a program. Um, appreciate you asking Boston about the little man. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I'm excited to see to watch him grow up. Pretty neat. He also is growing a little bit too fast. Um, within two months, he's like noticeably a larger child. That's weird. <laughs> he's growing really fast. So it's gonna anyways. be gonna be gonna be a large human in a couple of years probably might be I'll, it'll be interesting to see I, i'm assuming they're going to measure him and stuff um yeah and see what's up with that it's good nice i'm hoping to convince uh my buddy ham redbeard to play uh to play caliber tonight here in about an hour over on twitch so if you guys are interested in seeing some more of that twitch.tv slash crash eight uh probably be live over there uh checking out some caliber uh playing a little bit more of it it's pretty neat um yeah, and again, everybody, thank you guys so much for meeting us here. Uh, if you, like I said, if you, like we say every week, if you want to support the program, um, just share it around. People, bring somebody back with you next week. You know, we always say, be a friend, tell a friend, and that's that's about it. We had, like I said, last week was like the largest, like almost eighty downloads on the audio version, which blew my mind. Uh, appreciate that so much. Thanks for sharing it around. Um, if you're listening to it, thank you so much. I appreciate that uh means a lot yeah we and appreciate it for sure excited to see everybody next week maybe buff will be back maybe not buff blue <laughs> we just talked about no sleep there's a prime example there you go <laughs> i was like yeah we know i was planning on it unless you don't want me to <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to be back man is that okay so yeah yep. trying to tell me something here crash <laughs> so nope i'm not telling anybody anything so all right, guys, guys have an awesome week. Again, still going to do my best to have uh, daily news videos on this channel here. If you're watching on my YouTube channel, um, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, check it out. We'll love to love to have you there. Other than that, we will uh, see you all right back here next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Have a good week. <laughs>